Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. Think about that. Social Security, you paid for your whole life. Medicare. Medicaid, not a joke. Really, ask yourself, how are you going to sleep at night knowing that every five years, Ted Cruz and the other ultra-MAGA Republicans are going to vote on whether you'll have Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid? It's unlikely they'll be able to wipe it out. But any one of you doubt for a second they'll find ways to cut benefits and programs in order to keep anything going? That's what this is about. They've always wanted to cut Social Security. 
They've always wanted to cut Medicare. They've always wanted to cut Medicaid. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by American Hartford Gold. Now, the new inflation numbers are out, and I think we can all agree they are incredibly depressing. The price of gas is way up. The price of housing is up. The U.S. national debt is way, way, way up. And unfortunately, given the way that our current administration prints money and spends money, experts don't see this going away, this inflation going away anytime soon. So how do you protect your money? your savings, your retirement from inflation. Well, when times are turbulent, Americans like you turn to physical gold and silver and American Hartford Gold can show you how to hedge your hard-earned savings against inflation by diversifying a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. And it's really easy to get started. All it takes is a short phone call and they will have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or if you prefer inside your 401k or your IRA. They make it easy. If you call them right now, then they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. So don't wait, call them right now. Call 855-768-1883. Or if you prefer texting, you can text the word cactus to 65532. Again, the phone number is 855-768-1883 or text the word cactus to 65532. Today's episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Without added security, you might as well give all your private data away to hackers, advertisers, your internet service provider, and who knows who else. IPVanish helps you securely and privately browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private messages, passwords, emails, browsing history, and other information will be completely protected from falling into the wrong hands. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Just for Verdict listeners, IPVanish is offering an insane 70% off their annual plan. That's like getting nine months for free. You have to go directly to IPVanish.com slash cactus to get this 70% off discount. IPVanish is super easy to use. Just tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, and phones. Whether you're at home or in public, don't go online without using IPVanish. Don't forget, Verdict listeners get 70% off the IPVanish annual plan. Just go to IPVanish.com slash cactus to claim your discount and secure your online life. That's IPVanish.com slash cactus. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by Genucel. How old does your mirror say you are? You can delay this question by five, 10, even 15 years with Genucel's new ultra retinol serum. You can, you know, see it sitting right here on the desk. Here's a testimonial from Marina. Marina lives in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She says, great product. My skin loves it. I have spent more money, she says, on creams over the years, enough to pay off my house. Just kidding. But it feels like that. This product has changed my life like no other. Now, Marina is flying high with Genucel's new ultra retinal serum with hyaluronic acid. Um, this works to hydrate your skin at the cellular level. It builds on this deep moisture with incredible anti-wrinkle effects. And gentlemen, you know that we ladies, we wives, use your razors in the bathroom when you are not looking. Likewise, we know that you use our face products, our skincare products. And it's fun. All's fair in love and war. Now, if you go to my URL, that is genucel.com slash cactus, you can get up to 50% off Genucel's new ultra retinol serum. That is 50% off if you go to genucel.com slash cactus. It's spelled G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash cactus. Genucel.com slash cactus. Welcome back to Verdict with Ted Cruz. I'm Michael Knowles. No longer able to sleep at night 
because the co-host of this show is going to take away everybody's social security. So says the leader of the formerly free world. Senator, what say you? Well, you know, I will say the White House this week uh, noted and designated it as Elder Abuse Day. And and, <laughs> and I, I, I guess I do have to apologize because apparently I'm interfering with Joe Biden's nap time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, it, it, it really is amazing that the, the, the kind of fear mongering that the White House does. Uh, you remember years ago, the Democrats ran ads of Paul Ryan literally pushing granny off the cliff. So yeah. now he's standing at the AFL-CIO saying Cruz wants to end Social Security. I mean, look, let's be honest. Who has hurt seniors more in the past 20 years than Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. You got 9% inflation, food prices skyrocketing, healthcare skyrocketing, electricity skyrocketing, gas skyrocketing. Seniors are getting screwed. The only one who can compete with Joe Biden for screwing seniors is Jimmy Carter. And so what does he do? do? He fear mongers. He suggests, look, Social Security is a bedrock of our country. Ain't nobody messing with it. He knows that but he can't run on his record. So he's got to scare people. And uh, I'm sorry that, 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 that Joe Biden is finding it hard to sleep at night. Someone once told me in politics many years ago that the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. And I assume that principle is in play here. It's interesting that Biden, while he's making this desperate plea in what seems to be a very unfavorable year for Democrats, he's going after you. Yeah, I will say, I'm, I guess I'm kind of flattered that, that, that apparently I'm not just MAGA. I am ultra MAGA. Like, like and, that's and just okay. A, that's a point of clarification here, Senator. You worked very well with Donald Trump. Obviously, you guys worked very well together during the administration. But I seem to recall that you were the man's chief primary rival. If, if I were going to describe someone as ultra MAGA, doesn't that seem a little bit strange to describe the guy's primary rival that way? So, so, so look, Biden gets confused sometimes, and, mm. and, and I'm not sure he knows what any of these words mean. I mean, Biden literally, he was elected to the Senate in 1972. When Joe Biden was first elected to the Senate, I was one and a half years old. Yeah. So I understand how he remembers back to the, to the false campaigns Democrats have run Way back when, you know what? Biden said Ronald Reagan was going to take away Social Security. I mean, Biden has been saying that line for a long time, for literally the entirety of my life and for about double the entirety of yours. That's a good good point, actually. And Reagan had two terms, didn't take away Social Security. It, it did strike me when he said that as just a kind of tired old line. Maybe yeah. it would have worked in 2010 or 2012. But, it, you know, even, even his talking points, they seem to be a little dated at this point. But it wasn't just a Biden senator. You know, I do not speak Spanish. You know this. You have spoken Spanish to me. I have responded by asking you where the library is. That is the extent of my Spanish. But from what I could make out, it sounds as though the president of Mexico, Mr. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador does not like you very much. <laughs> este señor Ted Cruz, senador, diciendo que eh, celebra el que yo no asista a la cumbre porque yo protejo. Marco Rubio, si me permite, 
Dice, me alegra ver que el presidente mexicano que ha entregado secciones de su país a los cárteles de droga y es un apologista de la tiranía en Cuba, un dictador asesino en Nicaragua y de un narcotraficante en Venezuela, no estará esta semana en Estados Unidos. ¿Qué comentaría a, a Marco Rubio? Pues yo no sé, es que no los identifico bien, pero hay… Es senador por, por Florida, republicano. Ah, sí, pero no solo es ese, ah. entonces son tres. Es este señor Rubio, que este pertenece al Partido Republicano. Así es, ¿verdad? Sí. Y Ted Cruz también al Partido Republicano. También. Bueno, el Ted Cruz, igual, pero todavía Ted Cruz le añadió o sea, que no solo protejo dictaduras, sino que permití al narcotráfico eh, que dominara en un amplio territorio de México. Yo le digo al señor T. Cruz, Marco. a Marco Rubio, pero también al otro, a los dos, que presenten pruebas. I could make out about one phrase there, Senator. The phrase was Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz kept coming coming up. So if you wouldn't mind, I know uh, you're a little more fluent than I am. What did the president of Mexico say about you and why is he so angry with you? So, so I will say that that is one of the most bizarre press conferences I've ever seen because you've got a Mexican <laughs> reporter who asks him a question about Marco Rubio. And and AMLO says, I, I'm sorry, who, who is this Rubio guy? I don't know who he is. And, 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 and the reporter says, oh, he's the senator from Florida. And he goes, yeah, 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 there, there, there are three of them, three of the Cubans, but Ted Cruz. And it's the most bizarre thing because the reporter asked about Rubio and AMLO responds by attacking me. And I mean, going off on a screed attacking me. And it's really bizarre. So the reason AMLO is, is so worked up is, is that at a Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing, I pointed out that Mexico has had a horrific record under AMLO's presidency of allowing journalists to be murdered. And, and, and we're seeing historic mm. levels of the drug cartels murdering journalists. If a journalist dares cover the, the, the drug cartels and cover their murder and, murder and extortion and crimes, they're killing them and AMLO's turning a blind eye. And, and what's fascinating about this exchange, so Rubio had tweeted about AMLO's support for Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela and dictators. And actually, AMLO doesn't mind that. He's like, yeah, yeah, forget about the dictators. Cruz is saying I'm turning a blind eye to the drug cartels. And, and what he says there is show me the proof. And he actually goes on later in that press conference to say, I have the proof. I have the proof that Cruz is on the take from the supporters of gun rights. And so he goes on this whole thing mm. about, you know, Cruz refuses to ban guns. You know what, Amlo? Damn straight. I refuse to ban guns. We have this thing in the United States called the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. You don't want your citizens to be able to defend themse themselves from the drug cartels that, that, that are terrorizing innocent Mexican citizens. And instead of responding to the substance, instead of having a government that actually takes steps to protect freedom of, of the press, to protect journalists, to stand up to the criminals, 
Instead, uh, you know, AMLO seems very, very dismayed. It, it uh, uh, you know, to quote Shakespeare, methinks she doth protest too much. I just love that he has that nickname, AMLO. He's sort of like J-Lo with, a, with the Andres Manuel <laughs> Lopez Obrador. That's very impressive. And when you've got two world leaders, both in North America, uh, attacking you, uh, you've got uh, Biden going after you and then this feckless guy down in Mexico. I suppose that means you're probably doing something right. Uh, look, I'm, I'm just waiting for Justin Trudeau. I want the trifecta. Come on, man. <laughs> the Canadian truckers were right. Let, 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 let's see if Trudeau rises to the occasion. Now, Justin Trudeau knows a thing or two about Cuba and Cubans, according to rumors. But who knows? Uh, we, maybe we can discuss that on a future uh, podcast. I do have to talk about one other Michael, group. I'm not going to ask you who's your daddy. <laughs> that's true. It's As Telemachus says, it's a wise man knows his own father. And uh, certainly that's true up in America's hat as well. Uh, but closer to home, there is another group that's going after you. That would be, of course, the media and the congressional Democrats. And really, I suppose I'm repeating myself in the January 6th committee, because you have been such a target of this whole thing. Uh, what is your take on the January 6th hearings? You know, Pelosi really gave up the game when the committee was being formed. And typically in a committee, you have a roughly equal number of Democrats and Republicans. The majority party typically has one or two more, but it's about equal. Uh, and the majority party doesn't get to pick the other party's members that are on it. And and so uh, Kevin McCarthy selected several people, including uh, Jim Jordan and, and, and Nancy Pelosi said, no, nope, no, nope, we don't want real Republicans. Mm -hmm. We don't want actually people who will ask questions. Um, instead, she picked, she picked Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger because they both decided they're not Republicans anymore. And their agenda is the same, which is to attack all the Republicans just like Pelosi's is. Right. And, and you know, I got to say, so as you walk down the hall, this is the only question that reporters want to ask. And they're, they're asking it constantly. And, and I just laugh. They're like, are you going to watch it? I'm like, why would I watch this? I, I don't watch the Democratic National Convention's uh, convention every four years. That is a multi-day political campaign ad. It, it is designed to be propaganda. And I get it. They can have their campaign ads. But it's not actual factual inquiry. And if it were, look, if you want to ascertain what's going on, if you look at congressional hearings that go somewhere, you have cross-examination. You have scrutiny. You have, if a particular witness comes in and makes a charge, there's all these allegations that are made, you actually have someone challenge the credibility of the witness, press on, engage. Cross-examination is a powerful tool for ferreting out truth. But for example, this, this kangaroo court has zero interest in Nancy Pelosi's culpability on January 6th with stopping uh, a sufficient law enforcement presence, stopping a, 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 a sufficient effort to stop the riot that happened because she said, in, in her words, it was bad optics. They, they don't want to talk about that because that's inconsistent with their political narrative. I think it makes a lot of reporters really excited, but but I don't think it's going to change any voter's mind anywhere in America. And by the way, the New York Times... There's an old line that a gaffe is, is when someone in Washington ac accidentally tells the truth. Right. The New York Times let, let the cat out of the bag when they, they ran as a headline. 
January 6th committee hearings present opportunity for Democrats to change the midterm narrative. Well, that's <laughs> obviously what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it has failed badly so far, and I think it's going to continue to fail. Do you think Pelosi made a mistake kicking Jordan and Banks and the real Republicans off the committee? That is, yes. if if she, you, you do think, because if they were on the committee, Presumably, the Republicans would be more engaged. You'd have the grilling. There would be a reason to tune in. I, I, I think it was stupid to, to, to kick off the real Republicans. And look, even from a perspective of, of TV, let's say, you, let's say you're Nancy Pelosi and you're not interested in truth. Yeah. You are interested in eyeballs. Right. And frankly, the clash of, of, of seeing Jordan or Banks go at it with 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 the witnesses makes good TV. Uh, that conflict would cause some people possibly to give a flip about what's going on. This is right now a bunch of Democrats talking to a bunch of Democrats. It's it's MSNBC. This is like a panel of MSNBC talking heads sitting down and going, Trump is terrible. Yes, Trump is terrible. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. And like that's boring and not news. Like, we know you think that. It was not lost on us that you don't have the Donald Trump swimsuit calendar up on your wall. We got that. I I think it was a a bad strategic and tactical mistake for Pelosi to throw the Republicans selected by the Republicans off the committee because just like the New York Times, it it said the quiet part out loud. It it made it obvious we are telling a story complete with our Hollywood producer, and we don't want anyone telling any different stories than the story we want to tell. And just look at the coverage. I think the, the Times example is, is a great, great point here. The New York Times is covering the coverage. The New York Times is covering the way they want to shift the narrative, but there's no, there's no actual news happening, and, and so it just doesn't seem politically urgent. Well, and, and Michael, an easy way to understand how ludicrous it is what the Democrats are doing is just to, to, to flip the premise. Imagine if Donald Trump held an inquiry onto what happened on January 6th, and it was just Trump. To be honest, would the press give it any credibility? No, of course not. To be honest, if you wanted to have something, you would want to have both parties. You would want to have free speech. You would want to have conflict. You would want to have debate. That's the method right. for ascertaining truth. Nobody in the press would give any credibility to a purely Republican assessment of January 6th or anything else. I mean, I mean it. whatever you talk about, a purely Republican assessment gets no credibility. And and that's not crazy because we have a partisan system. Both parties want to advance their narrative. And, and, and if you're an intelligent voter, look, as a consumer of news, I don't just read right-wing news. Right. I, I read right. left-wing news too. And I try to figure out the truth somewhere in the middle. When the Democrats and, and the corporate media are only spewing their propaganda, you know, it, it, it's transparent to everyone. Now, speaking of Nancy Pelosi's missteps and transparency and other trans issues, Nancy Pelosi made a claim uh, this past week on a, a television show that I will admit I don't regularly watch. She gave her theory on what America is all 
about. I'll, I'll give it to you in her own words. Please give a warm drag race welcome, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> welcome back. My honor to be here. Your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. <laughs> Senator, I'm not a graduate of Harvard Law School. I've never clerked for the Supreme Court. I'm not, not a member of the United States Senate. In your estimation, is transvestitism what America is all about? You know, I kind of think Nancy may have missed some days in American history. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, you, you got a right to dress up any way you want. That's great. Knock yourself out. But the idea, you know, the last pod we did, we talked about um, the, the, the drag show for kids in, in Dallas. Yeah. This is another example of, of the Democratic Party going so extreme. Like, look, if people want to dress in drag, that's fine. I, I, I'm quite libertarian about do what you want to do. But to claim that's what America's all about, I, look, I, I, I get it. The founding fathers did wear wigs, so she does have they a did. point there. They Some were wearing wigs, but, but I'm not sure that's what Washington and Jefferson were doing. Mm-hmm. I, but but it's, it, it is such the dominant, the, the left-wing culture war is the Democrat Party. Um, you know, there, there was a it's just, it is who they are and what they're driven by. And it's, they keep going. It's not accurate to say that's what America's all about, but it is accurate to say that's what today's Democrat party is all about. I at least understand that the Democrats are making this philosophical claim that this is at least what the country should be all about. What I don't understand is how can Pelosi with a straight face make the historical claim that, that transvestitism which was illegal, by the way, in lots of America throughout parts of the 19th century in San Francisco, of all places, which has not exactly been promoted. I don't think it was part of the shining city on a hill speech. I don't think Governor Bradford was writing about his you know, great passion for, for cross-dressing. How do you make the historic claim that actually America, it's not about apple pie or freedom or going West young man. No, no. It's about dressing up like a lady. Well, and there's a richer irony. So she did she has a a tiny leg to stand on in that she starts off by saying freedom of expression. And you Mm -hmm. can make an argument that freedom of expression is what America is all about. But the irony is Nancy Pelosi doesn't believe in freedom of expression. Like today's (laughs) Democrat party has abandoned free speech. So she literally means only if you want to dress up as a woman. Right. Is what America's all about. <laughs> but if you want to make a movie asking what is a woman, that is not what America's all about. So so she it, it is quite amazing. You know, Nancy Pelosi leads a Democrat party that wants big tech to censor, that 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 that, that wants views that they disagree with silence, that wants to ban conservative speakers from campus. So I'm glad she's acknowledging freedom of expression is important, but you know, I wish there were Democrats in Congress that still believe that. Oh, of course, because when Pelosi uses the phrase freedom of expression, and really it's it's true of Democrats broadly, all, all they really seem to mean is replacing our taboos with their taboos and re- replacing our standards with their standards. There's this major Supreme Court case of a, of a high school football coach yep. who, who just said a prayer 
on his knee by himself alone on, on the football field after the games and the school fired him for it. They were they were yep. so angry at this this individual act of expression. So I don't think Pelosi is defending that. But but to your point, they're only defending this sort of thing. And actually, it ties right in with the big story out of Hollywood, which is that there's a new movie. It's a new Toy Story movie about Buzz Lightyear. And for some reason, Disney felt it was very, very important to include lesbian toys kissing in in the Buzz Lightyear movie. Meanwhile, they fire Tim Allen, who originated the role of Buzz Lightyear. They replace him with, frankly, probably a more expensive actor. What is going on? Do our kids, is, is it so important that our kids see lesbian toys smooch? Well, I got to say, Michael, I, I, I think it is remarkable that the Verdict podcast seems to be driving Hollywood's agenda. Um, <laughs> you and I sat at the University of Alabama for our live campus mm-hmm. tour. And we were talking about woke Disney. And, and I observed, I said, look, these, these lunatics, they, they, they want to see Mickey and Pluto going at it. <laughs> and and, and, and the, the press lost their mind. Wow. And then what do they do? Boom, the next movie, they come out. Buzz Lightyear, what do we need? We need lesbian toys. Now, never mind that the last time I checked, most toys are, are kind of androgynous. They're usually without genitalia unless you're little shopping on the, yeah. Yeah, like, like it's just, but it is the commitment to culture is, and, and, you know, this movie has now been banned, I think, in 14 countries. They're, they're, the UAE has banned it. Their countries in the Middle East, their countries in Asia. There's significant discussion that China is not going to allow the, the movie in because of this scene. And I got to say, it's, it's, it's a wild twist where Hollywood has been willing to grovel to China, to let China censor its movies, to embrace anti-Americanism, to avoid any criticism of China because they want to get access to the Chinese, Chinese movie market. But when it comes to their culture agenda, apparently now suddenly they've discovered, all right, give up the money because lesbian toys are more important. And, 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 and I must say, it, it, it brings a whole new meaning to the phrase, to infinity and beyond. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sort of like the slippery slope, Senator. You know, it, it seems that we never get to the bottom of the slippery slope. Maybe that's because the slippery slope goes to infinity and beyond. Why do toys have to go at it? Like, like, like it, it just, you, you could do without, I, I, we don't need to see, it's the sexualization of kids that Hollywood embraces, and it is a political agenda that, that is all-consuming. And, and look, they fire Tim Allen, they replace him with Chris Evans, Captain America. So, so I mean, it is American icons driving an agenda that, that astonishingly enough for the first time matters more to Hollywood than money. Well, I think that this is why it's important that Allen's getting dropped for Chris Evans is you might say, well, maybe Tim Allen was just asking for too much money. And uh, so it's, uh, they're moving on to a cheaper actor. I suspect Chris Evans is demanding a higher contract right now than, than Tim Allen is. He's a major, major movie star, young and right in the prime of his career. And so it, 
The, the only explanation I can think of is that Tim Allen is an outspoken conservative. Chris Evans is a huge lib from everything that I can tell. And, and so even more to your point, the, the studios are willing to lose money if it advances their cultural agenda. And speaking of people losing money, Senator, it's not just Hollywood losing money. You and I and all the rest of America is losing money right now because inflation is through the roof and our president is blaming Republicans. You know, the White House has one talking point. I didn't do it. Not my fault. It's Republicans' fault. It's Putin's fault. It's anybody's fault but Joe Biden. Um, there's a reason Biden's approval rating is in the 30s because people recognize that, that, that just, that's just not credible. Um, to watch this White House try to blame everything, you know, watching Biden's energy secretary go on TV and saying, you know, Biden's trying to do everything he can to lower gas prices. Well, yeah, except allow people to drill for oil and gas. Like, like other than that, I mean, you'd literally have had for a year and a half an unrelenting war on, on oil and gas production in the United States. They keep doubling down. They keep, bizarrely, Biden is going to be flying to Saudi Arabia to kiss Saudi Arabia's behind after he's been attacking Saudi Arabia for a year and a half and alienating them because he wants the Saudis to produce more oil. He wants Venezuela to produce more oil. He wants Iran to produce more oil. He wants everyone to produce more oil except Americans. Yeah. And it is, he believes that he can just convince the American people it's everybody else's fault. It seems like they're deflecting a little bit, Senator. And and it's, it's actually a, a type of deflection that you first called my attention to right in the earliest days of this podcast when we were in the middle of the night in the bunker in the middle of uh, Washington, D.C., which is the, the Democrats' line here is, Inflation is not entirely Joe Biden's fault, uh, which, of course, inflation is not entirely Joe Biden's fault. But that doesn't mean that it's not at all his fault or even largely his fault. And you can point to the, the reasons that he's driving inflation, the ones that you've named. One, he's not allowing us to produce uh, energy. Two, he in many ways caused the, the war in Ukraine, at least according to President Zelensky's take on things. Uh, Three, he's uh, continued to lock down the economy in many ways that I don't think is very conducive to economic growth. Uh, you know, the, the list goes and, and on four, and on. he keeps spending a crap ton of money. Like at the <laughs> no, end of the day, trillions and trillions of dollars. You're right. It's not entirely Joe Biden's fault. It's also Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's. And every damn Democrat that votes for a trillion here and a trillion there and spends and spends and spends and spends. And, and, and actually, you know, so one form of inflation they call shrinkflation. You notice you go in and like packages are all smaller in the stores. Hmm. Um, so, you know, you buy Doritos and you have five fewer chips in the bag. So maybe CNN was right because they might start selling gas by the court. <laughs> and we're thimble. not far away from $2 a quart for, for, for gasoline. Right. And so, so you know, it just, it's, it, it's a smaller unit. Like, a good question to ask if you're watching a CNN broadcast. And I, and I, I pick on CNN in particular because they actually used to be something of journalists. They were bad journalists, but they were trying to be journalists. Right. Now they're just shameless shills. But a question that's worth asking if you watch a news broadcast is, would a word of this have been different if the Biden White House had written the script? And if the answer mm. is no, it's not journalism. 
Right. This is not a complicated concept, but CNN and MSNBC seem very confused at the concept. Well, speaking of perhaps unethical ways to make money, like just having the government print endless amounts of cash. There was a mailbag question that came in. I mentioned it to you a little bit earlier because I didn't know anything about it, but I would would love your take on it if if you have formed one. Uh, this is from Chris. I believe Chris is, or I'm sorry, the, the question is from Jonathan, but it's about someone who is one of your constituents. Question is, uh, the Twitch streamer Asmon Gold uh, said he reached out to Senator Cruz's office about regulating loot boxes in video games. Where does the senator stand on loot boxes? I know that those are all words, and I understand they have been strung together in an English sentence, but I don't really understand what it means semantically together. Uh, look, I'm I'm happy to engage in a conversation with him. I'm happy to 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 to, to see what he has to say on it. Um, as I understand it, the concern he's raising is is a concern about gambling and kids. And and I will say it is certainly true that that social media, online environments, uh, including video games, are designed to be addictive. Now I'm I'm something of a gamer. I'm not a gamer like like hardcore Twitch streamers and 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 I don't don't do the massive multiplayer games. Not yet, Senator, but I'll tell you I bet you never thought that you were going to be a top podcaster. So who knows? We may have to launch the Verdict Twitch stream and start playing Pac-Man or whatever the kids are playing these days. Uh, that 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 could could well be. And you remember when you and I did Dave Rubin's podcast, we did a Twitch stream on playing. I think it was Nintendo that he had, and 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 we that's did right. that. And if I remember right, I beat his ass. I'm pretty sure that's right. And if not, that's the story I'm did. going with. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, Look, there are different components of it. In games, I'll tell you, I don't like it when you can buy in-game items and sort of make your character stronger or get advantages. Now, I'll confess, when I play some games, I'll sometimes buy it because it is more fun if suddenly your character has a lot more great stuff that would take you six months or a year to build up. So sometimes I'll, okay, I'll spend 20 bucks and buy a you know, a a treasure chest full of coins because then I can spend them to get cool things in the game. You know, I think it is a greater concern when you're dealing with kids, when you're dealing with minors who have a potential, number one, to spend a whole lot of money. Um, And, you know, with some of the loot boxes, there's, there's a fair amount of randomness that you could get a lot of great stuff or some lousy stuff. And so I guess that's the argument that it's gambling. I'll confess I haven't, I, I'm open to hearing arguments on this, but I, I approach the issue with a pretty strong libertarian bent. So I, I'd like to not see kids exploited and harmed. Um, and so I'd be interested in, in, in his views, but at the same time, I'm not sure that the federal government really has a a, a dog in the fight that if people want to in a video game, spend money on stuff in the game. I think my instincts are probably that that may not be a great choice if you're spending massive amounts of money in games, but I'm not sure the federal government has a role preventing you from doing that. Well, we'll have to look into loot boxes more. Maybe I'll brush up on my Donkey Kong or, uh, you know, whatever's really hip right now. Um, uh, and and I, I hope that we can figure out maybe maybe we'll have to. I'm uh, quite get back confident and forth. it's not Donkey Kong. Is it not? Okay, I'm a little behind the curve, but 
there were there were no loot boxes in Donkey Kong too. So uh, we, maybe we'll uh, we'll hear from Osman Gold. And, and, and you uh, know, I, I will note. So I actually just watched last week. Watched again Ready Player One. Did you ever see this this movie? No, I heard it was great, but I didn't catch it. I, I, I've seen it several times, but I just happened to have rewatched it last week. And it's it's a really good movie about virtual reality and 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 people going into the game and a whole alternative world in the game, but people amass money in virtual reality and it ends up for many people subsuming the world. And and hmm. look, there are hard challenges. We're we're not we're not yet to the dystopic world of Ready Player One, but we might be. We're we're on a path towards that and and you know escapism there are times when escapism can be valuable, but it 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 also is going to raise all sorts of challenges and and challenges that can spill over from the virtual world to the real world and how those intersections happen. We're going to have to learn more about them. And specifically on this issue of the loot boxes and and uh, gaming, a lot of the question involves the role of parents and parental rights is a big topic these days. And I believe parental rights is the topic of your conversation on The Cloakroom with Liz Wheeler. Is that right, Liz? Yeah, this is a great question, right? It's it's a question I think a lot of conservatives are asking. Are parental rights absolute? Can parents actually be bad parents and take their kids to a drag show? Or can that or should that be illegal? We're going to break this down on The Cloakroom. You can join us for this conversation at verdictwithtedcruz.com slash plus if you use my promo code, which intuitively, you know, this is cloakroom. You can get your first month free on your annual subscription. That's verdict with tedcruz.com slash plus. But be, before I toss this back to you, I want, I want to talk about the Tim Allen thing that you guys were talking about before the new Disney movie, the Buzz Lightyear movie. There was actually a member on our verdict plus community today that was asking whether you, Senator, are ever going to star in a movie or, or even make a cameo in a movie. I think they said, are you going to be a high powered lawyer in one of these one of these crime movies? And I laughed when I saw that. I thought to myself, what could possibly trigger the libs more than conservative Tim Allen being in a movie? And Senator, I think the answer is you. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not fighting Sylvester Stallone. And <laughs> Schwarzenegger would break me in half. So, but, but, but I'm game. And, and, and listen, if, if Star Trek could have Stacey Abrams as, as the president of Earth, uh, which, which really was, I, look, I... I'm something of a Trekkie. I'm not a hardcore Trekkie, but I like Star Trek, and it really is just sad for them to be a, to be yet another woke mouth, mouthpiece. It's one thing to take on issues. It's another thing to be just silly. It reminds me of, you know, Michael Jordan, Republicans buy sneakers too. You know, Republicans watch Star Trek too, and you start putting Stacey, Stacey Abrams there, and, and suddenly I'm going to have to find something else to watch. I'll, I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back to to original Star Trek. Um, James T. Kirk, by the way, was the best captain any ever anyway. So so that uh, uh, and you've never seen the internet get more upset when than when I said that James T. Kirk is a Republican and Admiral Picard uh, was a Democrat, and 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 apparently lefties don't like it when you comment on their art. They believe they own it. Well, and now, Senator, not only will you be criticized by the president of the United States, not only will you be criticized by the president of Mexico, but you will be criticized by the president of the world on Star Trek. I have no doubt. Much more 
to be covered on The Cloakroom. So do not go anywhere. I will go somewhere, though, because that is it for Verdict. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Ben Ferguson here. And if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information.